Hi, this is Stephen John, and this is Cup of Mind. So I was part of this group chat, and uh, they were saying uh, I saw a bunch. I didn't really read the text messages, but I saw a bunch of people putting baby pictures. And I was like, wait a minute. And I thought about it. I was looking for a baby picture, but I wasn't able to because the picture that I took or the picture that I found, I was like, ah, man, I didn't want to I didn't want to share it. But the reason why I mentioned that conversation, because uh, recently they um, they're mentioning or the person that was on that group chat who's asking for the baby pictures was mentioning that the reason why she asked for us to share our baby picture was to remind us of why we do things or what our purpose was to remind remind us of ourselves when we were younger when we were kids and that struck with me you know that hit me because it made me realize like when i when i looked at my because whenever i look at my baby pictures i do get reminded of uh, what times were back then when i was younger before this i mean the internet was created around that time but it was we weren't so you know addicted to it we didn't have that much screen time i still played outside but the world has changed so much in that aspect of technology you know regarding technology where it when i was younger you know when i was a kid you know life was just was fun you're enjoying nature you're enjoying the outside compared to the kids growing up now i mean a lot of the kids they're on tablets, they're on smartphones, you know, they're they're playing video games. You name it, if it's on the screen, shoot, some of them are super smart too, where they, they know everybody's phone numbers, they know how to use the voice chat, uh, or, or like, um, they even know how to spell words, they know how to text really quickly as well. I'm just amazed. But the reason why I was sharing about the um, baby pictures it was just a reminder of you know of of the growth as well because when you were a kid you know you didn't really think about the future you enjoyed life at that moment and then when you get older i mean your parents remind you you know what to prepare for what things to think think about they helped you with the they taught you everything and they helped you you know prepare you for life or what's about to happen they shaped you in some sort of, you know, some kind of way, based indirectly or indirectly, based on how they they raised you up, or not just that, but in the environment they brought you up in, or where they brought you. Luckily for me, when I was younger, you know, I went to a faith-based, Christian-based, you know, seeking relationship with Jesus Christ environment where some people might not have that, you know, unfortunately might not have that opportunity to know Christ at a young age. Look, for me, I was in a, pre, a Christian preschool. And then, of course, I went to public school like most people did, but we were also attending church at that time. So I'm very thankful for my mom, you know, and my parents bring me to church at that at a young age. But the reason why I'm also sharing that is because just like how my mom, you know, she shared everything she knows to me and my sister and then helped us with our faith. Not only did the baby pictures remind me of when I was younger, but it taught me all, like all the lessons as well. But it also reminded me of, uh, you know, passages in the Bible where 
one of my favorite characters, Paul, was writing to Timothy. And you, if you guys know about Paul, I mean, you guys, I mean, can't say you should, but you guys should re- read up a lot about Paul. He's a very interesting man. I mentioned his story before previously. I mean, a lot of stuff from the Bible is very interesting, guys. Just read it. And I'll keep saying read it, open it up, and then whatever version you like, NIV, NLT, there's different, King James. But read your Bible and use the U version app if you want as well. But let me rewind. But it read me of Paul when he wrote to uh, Timothy. I'm actually going to pull that up. Now, if you guys are thinking, thinking about it, where Paul wrote, he did write Timothy. So the books of Timothy in the Bible, I mean, he did write that. And it's like First Timothy and Second Timothy. But the passage I'm going to mention, me, I mean, mention or read to you guys, is going to be in Second Timothy one. Second uh, Timothy, and it's going to be. I'm gonna read. Let me see. I'm gonna read verse one all the way to thirteen. But I'll tell you guys how this starts off. So just to tell you guys again, this is Paul. So 2 Timothy 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. Oh, let me reread that. I butchered that. So 2 Timothy 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. Verse 2, so 2 Timothy 2. To Timothy, my dear son. So this is like I said, guys. This is a letter to Timothy. Timothy is not really his son, but not not by flesh, you know. But he treats him like his son, and he says it here. So verse, I mean, Second Timothy, verse two. To Timothy, my dear son. So that tells you the kind of relationship Paul and Timothy have. Grace. Oh, let me reread that. Second Timothy's. Verse 2 to Timothy, why am I butchering it? Let me slow down. Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, in Christ Jesus our Lord. So said Timothy, to Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now verse 3, I'm going to read verse 3, but it has a little subheading. Thanksgiving. I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience at night and day. I constantly remember you in my prayers. Verse four, recalling your, your tears. I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I verse five. I am reminded of your sincere faith which first live in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. And then there's another subheading. Appeal for loyalty to Paul and the gospel. This is verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame Oh, to fan the into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying 
on our hands. Verse 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Verse 8. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Verse 9. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given uh, well, was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Verse 10, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Verse 11, and of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. Verse 12, that is why I am suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know who I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Verse 13, what you heard from me keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love. Oh, and love in Christ Jesus. Verse 14, guard the gospel. I mean, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So I did end up reading 2 Timothy 1 to verse 14. I said 13 earlier, but it's all the way to verse 14. So a little backstory here, guys. Well, actually, I want you guys to do your little homework. Do your homework on why Paul wrote to uh, Timothy on this part. But if you guys do know, I mean, if you guys read the story of Paul, you do know the reason or why he's writing to Timmy at this, at this, excuse me, at this time. But let's go look back at this letter that he wrote. So let's go back to verse two when he said, my dear son, right? Grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then Thanksgiving, when I was saying the Thanksgiving part was the subheading, was verses 2 Timothy, verse 3 to verse 5. Pretty much, if you guys read that, he was just telling them that he, thank, he thanks God, you know, that he was able, he thanked God. That he was able to, you know, serve just like his ancestors. And he's, you know, he remembers the people when he prays to, remembers God and what he has done in his life. And the growth that he seems, that he saw in Timothy. And the faith that, he was reminded by the faith that Timothy's, you know, grandmother and his mother. Which was, you know, saying that it was passed down. Kind of like what I kind of told you guys. Where our parents or you know the circumstance the reason why people led you to christ or in this point there was people you know they had faith they had they were passed down too. you know the gospel was passed down to them and they passed it to us 
luckily we were able to learn, you know, get that from them. And we're, it's nice to meet people. Like in this case where Paul is saying, like, it's nice to see that the growth in Timothy and also remind him of, of the faith that his grandmother and his mother had. So it's kind of like uh, when people say, yeah, you remind me of your mom or your grandma. I mean, it's, just, it's that too. Same thing. And then certain certain maybe personality traits probably remind them of your grandparents or your grandma I mean, or your, your mother or your father that they see in you. So that's what he's pretty much saying. But then when I move on to the next subheading, which says appeal for loyalty to Paul, and the gospel where Paul was pretty much asking, like, hey, yo, come on this. I mean, come with me to this life and journey where we stay loyal to the gospel and sharing it. He's pretty much saying, Paul's pretty much saying, hey, there's no backing out now, man. You have good faith. I love the growth I've seen in you. It reminds me of your grandmother and your mother. And you know what? Let me share this to you, where he's saying, like, keep that fire. Keep that fan into the flame. He's saying, keep that fire lit, that gospel. Keep sharing it. Keep that light. I mentioned this before where we talk about a light. Keep that light bright. So whenever somebody needs or they're in the dark and they need to find somebody or find a light in their life, they'll be able to find you through Christ, you know. God will lead them towards you, and you know what to do from there. And if you don't know what to do from there, no, read the Bible. It always gives us instructions. And it gives us directions as well. And it's also like a history book. You know, it is a history book, but it tells you what they did in the past too. So, you know, re keep reading this, man. It's full of knowledge. It's had a lot of nuggets in here. And then, uh, what was I? Oh, I was talking about how he said fan the flame. So he keep doing it. And then the verse that I really like about what he was sharing was verse 7, where 2 Timothy 7 was like, for the Spirit God gave, for the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I love that part where he said, gives you power, man. Gives you love. Gives you self-discipline. You need all three of those things. But you got to remember that it's the Spirit. So what's the Holy Spirit, right? That lives in with us when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. God gave that to you guys as a gift. And then he was like, don't be ashamed. Or verse 8 was like, don't be ashamed of your testimony about your Lord or of me, his prisoner. He's pretty much saying, it's like, don't be ashamed of what, what you've been through in life. What you, what you, well, like, what's your story? Like, what you grew from, where you came from. You know, be happy that you're a follower of Christ and be happy that you have other fellow brothers and sisters who are able to share their testimony, too, that they're with you in this walk, too. Don't be ashamed of those people. I mean, we all made mistakes. I mean, I like to say this because it's true. We all made mistakes. We all used to do certain things where it's not holy or, you know, things that God doesn't want you to do. I mean, we all been there, guys. So all your testimonies are different as well. So he's like, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of your testimony, what you went through, whatever you're addicted to or whatever you, you know, God freed you from, whatever those chains were. Share that stuff. And then 
That's why I like the, the second part of the verse eight goes like rather join me with join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. And that's what I'm saying. We're sharing the gospel. Suffering, when I hear the word join with me in suffering from the God for the gospel, what he's pretty much saying is this is my understanding. Now, like I said, I am not a pastor, I am not a preacher, and none of that stuff. But when I hear the word suffering, when I think about the word suffering, he said, join me in suffering for the gospel. I'm thinking about suffering flesh where your earthly desires, your flesh, your desires, you know, the 12 deadly sins people like to call. That's the suffering I'm thinking about is get those evil desires suffering, you know, get that stuff with your Get that stuff away and focus on the gospel and God's going to help you. That's what I get from them. By the power of God, God will be there with you, with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you know. Verse 9, where he's like, he has saved us and not called us to, I mean, he has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given, was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And verse 10, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Pretty much the saying is, you guys didn't really, God already made the decision that he wanted you guys to go to heaven. It's just a matter of you accepting it. We really do anything. It's already given to us. God, Jesus Christ made that decision to sacrifice his life. God gave that decision to bring his son here and sacrifice his life so that we, only Jesus, you know, would be able to go up to heaven. We didn't really do anything, guys. That's why you got to accept a free gift. What was I? In verse 11, where it says, And of the gospel... I was appointed and a herald, an apostle, and a teacher. Verse 12, that is why I'm suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know who I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until, the, until that day. So pretty much he talked about how spreading the gospel, how much he grew in his faith, how he was an apostle and he was a teacher. And, you know, there's downsides or cons of that. In the world, you know, in this this world, where you know he had he suffered certain things because not everybody's going to agree with the gospel. Let's be honest. I mean, you read the Bible. There's a lot of Bible stories that tell you where they don't agree. There's a lot of things that God wants you to do, but then those people weren't listening. I mean, it still happens today. There's a lot of things where you could read the gospel, you could read, pray, and then you could have the you know, right motive for certain things, but you know. Your flesh just takes over, and it happens. I've seen it. I've gone through it. And then, you know, he entrusted him until that day. But he's trying to say, hey, keep your guard up. Keep believing. Keep your faith up. Keep sharing the gospel until, you know, it's that day. Your last day here on earth. And he said, what you heard from, verse 13, what you heard from me, keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus Verse 14, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. 
So he's pretty much saying is, hey, follow the same pattern, follow in the same way. I lived my life when I was, you know, how I lived my life. And you continue to, you know, keep your guard up, continue to protect yourself. And then through the Holy Spirit with Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, who's going to guide you and everything, you know, through, through God, pretty much. He's going to use it as a vessel. But it's just a reminder like, hey, you're not on this journey alone. There's going to there's gonna be bumps on the road. But if you trust God and you share the gospel and you do this pattern where you, you live by faith, you pray, you do all these other things where you read, read your Bible, you apply it to your life, you share words, you share your testimony, you're not ashamed of sharing the gospel. Guess what, man? Holy Spirit is going, and the Holy Spirit is going to help you as well. When that day comes, you know where you're going. And it's funny how I was reminded of all that stuff just by baby pictures, you know? Because the same way, like the, they call it born again for a reason. I mean, yes, we were born. As a kid, I mean, as a baby, and then you were raised as a kid, had your parents and all that stuff. But that's why when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're born again because you're born in a different, you're born spiritually, guys. Your life, you start to realize that you have a father, not earthly father, but a father up above in heaven. And Jesus Christ, your best friend. And they give you the Holy Spirit that lives in you, that will guide you in everything. Live a new life, new chapter. I think I mentioned that in the last last episode too, but you get it. It's a reminder. Paul's letter is a reminder for anybody, not just Timothy, but for anybody that lives. Reminding people to, even through the hard times, trust in God. I mean, I read the whole, I read those verses, 2 Timothy I read that whole thing. I read the whole passage. Read all that to you guys, and I broke it down a little bit for you people that want me to give some context too. But this is this is how we grow, guys. Re, I'm read the verses, read the Bible, you know, pray, but also share it. I'm, I mean, I'm sharing on a microphone. You guys are listening to it, but this is a good story to share to anybody. Share it to your kids if you have kids. Share it to your friends, co-workers. I got no. Well, just keep sharing it. Well, I mean, that's why Paul's one of my favorite. And there's other reasons why he's one of my favorite. But it's like how he wrote a lot because he shared. And I just talk a lot. I'll be honest. <laughs> I talk a lot. But I feel like the perfect way to end this episode is let's pray. So, Lord, I pray. That we be reminded of the people before us, Lord. The people that shared their faith, shared their testimonies, shared everything that they knew and passed down the gospel to us, Lord. That I pray that all those people that did it, similar to what Paul was saying in his letter to Timothy, where that we don't take it for granted. That we learn from that and we use that and apply to our lives to keep sharing to the other people. Or people that don't know Christ at this moment, Lord. That we're able to keep spreading the gospel 
And when somebody's feeling down, Lord, if there's somebody, sound of my voice that's feeling down, Lord, that you help them with whatever they're going through. If they're dealing with anxiety, that you help them, Lord. If they're dealing with any mental illness, that you help them as well and lead them closer to the gospel. And you provide those people, Lord. I pray that everybody's not ashamed to share their testimony, but they'll be able to have the opportunities to share it to the people that you appointed them to share them to be a vessel to, Lord. I pray that parents and kids are able to share to their family members to help continue to spread the gospel as well. Use them as a vessel and remind them of the people before them, where they had families or grandmothers or mothers that wanted them to be faith-based and follow the words of the Bible, Lord, that you remind them to go back to that word, Lord. And I pray that for me and all my friends as well, that we continue to read the word, Lord, get fed and able to pour the gospel and share it to everybody that we know, Lord. And I pray that you continue to use us, every single person, whether it's a baby or elderly, Lord, that you use every single person to share the gospel. Stand and pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Till next time, take care and God bless. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,